Welcome to a special episode of our Bucket Plan On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Bucket Plan process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Good morning. I am Eric Langenfeld, as Elaine just said, and I cannot believe that they're handing the microphone to me. So I do want to thank you all for taking valuable time away from your clients and running your businesses to spend it with us. I hope that the next 30 minutes are going to be valuable for you and that hopefully you can walk away with a couple of good ideas. So as you all know, we are coming up on a holiday here, right? And everybody's looking forward to it. And you may think I'm talking about Memorial Day, but I am not. June is Annuity Awareness Month. And I think though every one of us uses annuities in our financial practices, um, you know, and we're comfortable with them, we see them as useful tools. There are a lot of different things going on in the minds of our clients, you know, about this. So uh, I think that even though we have a great deal of comfort with the carriers and the strategies, these these things can seem complicated and scary to clients out there in the field, right? And so uh, they don't share our level of, of confidence and familiarity. So most of them, in fact, I've found have been terrified, right? If you bring up the idea of putting your money into one of these things. So we're going to be launching some special content over the next few weeks in light of Annuity Awareness Month. So please do look forward to that. And uh, the annuity sales of ideas of the week and so on from your friendly IMO family. So look forward to hearing from myself and Kirsten and Calum about that. But I want to spend most of my time today focused on my guests. So first, I'd like to call out Mr. Brian Bibbo, who was good enough to join us, who's a partner at the JL Smith Group and frequently the number one advisor here at SC2P. Um, what strategies are you using, Brian, at, at JL Smith, and how are you positioning that with your clients? Yeah, Eric, thanks for having me on. Appreciate the opportunity here. So let's talk about a few different scenarios I have going on because I would tell you being in this industry long enough now is like almost these annuities sell themselves because of these interest rates being up. And it's a lot more favorable time than ever to put these in front of clients, especially as a bond alternative. It's a good way to explain to the clients. And one of the things I've been looking at and showing people is like the different bond indexes, how have they done over the last year or two, right? At a point, they were down as much as the market. So that's a great conversation to have with clients. Product-wise, what am I currently using there? So if we're looking for a drawdown approach, like the client just wants to draw the money down and is not looking for a guaranteed income for life solution, in Ohio here, what we found that currently has the best cap rates, everything else is the Allianz Accumulator Advantage annuity. So we've been using that as a drawdown approach. I just, uh, you know, with the clients that I'm building out bucket plans for, we want to make sure you're incorporating the pyramid of risk with that. So when you're educating your clients, I want to make sure each and every one of you is going over the pyramid of risk because during that time frame, you're explaining to them, hey, how does these annuities work? Do they like annuities? Do they have bad connotations of annuities? 
Um, and then you can also explain to them the drawdown approach, which, hey, they're just drawing down money out of this example of the Allianz accumulation advantage. They're just drawing that money down, 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 down um, until the money runs out. That's a good solution for some people. But then some other people want that guaranteed income for life. And that's where I'm using one of two products, mostly the American Equity Income Shield 10. Very, very favorable rates. Um, and that's where you explain to the client like, hey, how that works. So when I'm going over that pyramid of risk with the clients, and these are new clients, I'm going to talk about existing clients here in a second. When I'm going through the bucket plan, I'm explaining these things to the client and diffusing anything. I had a lady in here yesterday, new appointment. And one of the things she was told was to buy a big annuity and she didn't really need the income. So it didn't make sense in her situation. So we diffused that right out the gate. You wanna make sure you're diffusing the negative connotations on these annuities through the pyramid of risk that's built into the process. But a lot of the clients are comfortable with this of seeing what's going on in the market in the last year and a half, right? 2021 wasn't, a, or 2022 wasn't a great year in the market. 2023, it's up, but it's been fairly rocky. So people are reason, realizing closer to retirement, these, I would say, products make a lot of sense within their financial plans. I'll talk a little bit more about rewriting annuities for existing clients, all right? What I've done and what Jeff and I have done in our office is looked at a lot of those old Allianz 222s that have been on the book, maybe in 2014, you wrote them 15, 16, all the way up to 17. I believe at the beginning of 17 or somewhere in that time frame, Allianz added an MVA on these products. And those ones are very hard to replace. And the ones that were written where they gave you that extra bonus, which was in 2014, but there's a prime two and a half, three years in there where some of these caps are like 1.75%. And if you compare it to the income shield 10 at American Equity, or there's an AIG, someone else can maybe speak on that, that knows a little bit more about it. They're actually in the best interest of the clients to replace them, even though there's a surrender charge, because the income shield has that 10% bonus and the income for life could pay out a lot less. So in the last, I don't know, two, two days, um, wrote about 1.3 million plus in annuities. And it was a lot of the Allianz accumulator advantage in that, in that income shield. So it's a great time also to look at your existing book of business. And yeah, there's some things that are in surrender charges, but there's ways to get them out. There's also an asset shield, an accumulator annuity, accumulation annuity, the asset shield that has a bonus 10 on that. So there is some old Allianz 365i annuities we have on there um, that we're able to replace. So Brian, there's a great question here from Alice, and I was thinking about this myself as well. You know, a lot of the two two, well, all of the two two twos, right, have a protected income value on them. That's kind of a rolled up benefit. How do you how do you explain that? How do you talk about that when you do replacement paperwork or or with the client? Yeah, it's a great question. So what we have done is we have, Jeff and I have created a letter that explains this all out to the new insurance company and explains it all out to the client. And it talks about the pros and cons of what we're doing. 
And the pros in most cases, and I said, remember, there's certain parameters of these annuities you're replacing on those two, two, twos. The caps have to be lower and they have to be like 1.75. And we're assuming the max cap rate that they're going to get for the rest of their life. And they're going to get that one and a half bonus on the income. But still, if you look at that American equity uh, income shield 10, it has a way higher payout. And in a lot of cases, it's taken the clients between the age of 86 to 96 years, age of breaking even, just between the two different payouts. So it's a very strong case for the clients. That's how we are able to overcome that. Now, the client has to agree, right? That Allianz 222 protected income value can be used as a death benefit. You got you to tell the client that, like, you're, you're getting rid of this death benefit that can be paid out over five years. But is the purpose of this specific account used for income for you, or are you more, more worried about a death benefit? And once you talk with the clients, hey, they still got AUM out here, maybe they have a long-term care policy with a death benefit or life insurance, they go, well, I got that other stuff out there that's going to be a death benefit anyways. I'm more worried about the income. Then also the Allianz 222, as we know, doesn't have, uh, doesn't have a fee on it where the American equity has a 1.1% fee and that decreases the death benefit over an eight or 10 year period, depending on when you pull on it. So all this stuff is disclosed in that letter. You got to tell the client and if the client agrees and it makes sense, they want this for income, um, which a lot of these cases we were waiting to the 10th year to turn on the income. Cause I said, these were like 2014, 2015, 2016 annuities. There's a spreadsheet that we've created to do this love to pass it along there's no doubt about that i am going to have to send it over to eric and he's going to have to get approved by ryan warner before he sends it out because i'm not going to be on the hook for that thing but uh, there's no doubt if we're going to distribute it to all everyone in the company we're having to distribute the letter too there's no doubt it's a it's a template letter that we're using i want to make all you successful and show you what we're doing currently because between jeanette and florida jeff myself what we wrote in 2014, 15, 16, that time frame, there's a good, I'm talking about millions of dollars, and I'm sure a lot of you have these on the books that it's in the best interest to replace it if the client needs this for income. Got it. Got it. That's great stuff. So um, I would want to turn it over to another one of my experts that we have here, Mr. Greg Hammer, one of our partners. I, I know that you do things a little differently at the Hammer Financial Group, right? Not exactly like JL Smith. How? What are you doing that's different than what Brian was just talking about there? And and how would you address that? Well, I think you know Brian and I spent a lot of time together with the planning group, and and our business are getting closer and closer to the you know similarities with it. But uh, we're a big floor methodology. I mean, I know Brian and and them are doing more of the floor than they have in the past. But a lot of what we approach with our clients is talking about what the annuity does, not what it is, right? So when we present, um, I often tell clients that I'm a boring planner. I like things to turn out the way I explain them to them. So it's all about emphasizing what the insurance does. It creates predictability, shrinks the variance of the outcome. So we always talk to them in the presentation, like, if we set up a plan, we can plug in, you know, any type of rate we want, run a Monte Carlo simulation, and we create a benchmark as probability of success, this is where you're at. 
But when you do a sequence test against it, you know, you create this, you see the variance, right? You see, you know, we could be at 3 million, but if sequence is poor, we could be at one and a half. If sequence is good, we could be at five. So I always emphasize to them, well, what is it? Is it one and a half or is it five? Because you're going to live two very different lifestyles depending on that outcome. So when we integrate buy-in income, you know, we buy promise-based income, pension income, what it's going to do is shrink that variance. And to Brian's point, it really produces a lot of value if you replace bonds. So if we have a client that is a 60-40 allocation, let's say they have a million dollars and we're going to recommend, you know, a 300,000 FIA, we're going to change that allocation in those remaining accounts to carry a lot more equity weight. So when you run those sequence variances, they don't lose the upside. So you're, you're, you're not only you move the benchmark, right? You move the, 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 the end result, the Monte Carlo simulation forward because you're getting so much more income out of that bond weight, but you're increasing the bottom and you're increasing the top and you're creating a more focused result that benefits the client. A lot of people tell me, you know, I don't like annuities. I hate them. I say, keep hating them. Just like what they do, right? You don't have to like them just like what they do. And then, and that is really where the epiphany is. And, and what I'll do, and, I, and I, I, I'm not sure how Brian and the JL Smith does it, but we are always going to present concept, conceptually all three ways that you can fund the soon bucket. So, you know, we're going to come in, we're going to present yield, talk about some of the inefficiencies with that and do it. But if you want to do it, here's how we would recommend it. Here's how we're going to improve your situation all the way going through the bridge and floor methodology. And at the end of the day, to Brian's point, the math is the math, right? If we're going to do something for a client and we're working out the math and logically it's going to be a better result, you know, the choice stares them down that path because, you know, we're not going to buy some, hey, this is our recommendation. Here's why. But if you want to continue doing things the traditional way, here's how we can make your current situation better. So the options are win-win. But generally what we're going to find, and you can talk to my advisors, they're like, well, why wouldn't we add the annuity? And I said, generally, just because you didn't know enough about them and how they worked and what they did for a portfolio, because there's just so much misinformation out there. And there's a lot of biased news to try to direct people to them as a marketing campaign. And it's just not fair to the industry. If these products were so bad, why would they exist? And then logic prevails, right? And they begin to integrate part of that. So I, I know Brian does a lot of that same stuff, I believe, right, Brian, out of the JL Smith. But it's just, you know, you, you've got to remove your bias in presentations, right? I, I'm a big advocate of annuities because I like predictability. I like boring. I like things turning out the way I explain them for my clients, right? But you have to understand the bucket plan methodology. If you're not positioning those assets properly, if you're not using them as bond alternatives, if you're not doing Roth conversions and putting that equity weight in the later bucket in a more growth-oriented portfolio, just integrating one piece doesn't create the best solution. Yeah. So when you start talking about adding all these components, Deb and I were just working on a case this morning. You know, They actually have enough money to do a yield. So we're presenting that. And then with sideline, we're presenting buying income. And then our final was, is like, what if we do a combination and see the result of it? Because we want to win the business there regardless, right? We don't want to go up there and just, you know, kind of put in just one scenario and say, oh, I don't like it because I, I don't understand annuities enough and I don't like them. I, I get them to church, baptize them later is one of my favorite sayings, right? You know, let's get them as a client, educate them, strengthen the relationship and continue to develop and add that. 
And that's where a lot of our progression goes with the client. You know, we all practice that, get the assets, continue to implement, show ways to improve. When the market went haywire, to Brian's point, I hadn't been using accumulation annuities because they just weren't attractive. Mm -hmm. But with the rates spiking way up, we went to our clients when the bond market started going bad and said, look, let's protect ourselves from the bonds. Let's not lose our growth. Let's replace some of the bonds, 100, 200, 300 at a time. And we implemented, I think, about 6 million of accumulation products last year that we had never done in the past. And it served all of those clients well. Not only did it stop the bleeding, but some of them are actually clicking in positive results from the year to date right now or from this time back a year. So there's a lot that I just you know, kind of threw up all over you guys there. But um, you know, if you want to find out a little bit more, just let me know. I'd be happy to share. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the bucket plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer. Thank you for that. That was really good. And you brought up an interesting point, you know, well, several actually, but um, one of the things that I wanted to point out, one of them that I really like, these are all from NAFA which by the way, what a great organization. I mean, they have wonderful product agnostic information that you can use with clients if you, if you would like to do that. But one of the pieces is the uh, uh, seven misconceptions about annuities. And I really like that piece. It, it's just, it gives you a good opportunity to kind of hit those sticking points, right? The things that really worry people about the annuity world, things like, you know, the possibility of hidden fees or, you know, what if I die? Is the bank going to get all my money, right? We don't think about those things anymore because we're so accustomed to the products that we know that that doesn't happen, you know, uh, you know, outside of very specific scenarios, they don't end up getting to keep the money, right? So we don't even talk about it. But clients have heard these stories and they're concerned, right? And these are the types of things that we need to address. So, you know, keeping it simple is, you know, is really important, but we do need to make sure that we address some of those key concerns. So uh, Kayla Mackey and I actually did a presentation just yesterday for uh, David Buckwald's office, One Team Financial uh, over in New Jersey. They were having kind of a um, educational event for all of their team, which is you know, pretty cool opportunity for us to present. And one of the things that we went into a little more depth on is the yield strategies, right? Yield was kind of out for a while, right? Interest rates were so low, there just really wasn't a good opportunity to go out there and generate enough income off of a yield strategy to, to actually meet your needs. I mean, unless you had absolutely enormous piles of money, it just wasn't really practical to do that. You know, but clients really like those ideas, right? The idea that maybe they don't need to dig into the principle, right? They could live off of the interest only. And I want to address this to Calum because, you know, just based on the conversation that we had with one team, um, you know, with CD rates at 5% these days, 
um, you know, we, how do we address that, right? I mean, people are, are noticing that they can make money in the fixed market without having to buy an annuity. So how would you address somebody who comes to you and, and says something like that? What would you, what kind of conversation would you have with them? Well, thanks, Eric. I, I mean, I think what Greg just said is, is, is the answer. Like, and Bibble, I know is the same way. It really starts with education, you know, you, you know, and that's the beauty to me of the bucket plan is, is we are educating the client as we go along. We're, we're educating them on the options of the three ways to guarantee income. You know, you can build a, a CD ladder, you can build a, a treasury bond ladder, you can build uh, obviously use a, you know, annuity, uh, either as a, a fixed annuity or fixed index annuity. Um, I, you know, I'd say obviously we're, we're seeing more competition from, from, you know, we used to always be in market competition was always there, especially with index annuities. We're certainly seeing more competition now from banks with CD rates. I was on bankrate.com yesterday and you, you know, you can get a 5% CD all over the place. So, um, you know, you got to be aware of that as an advisor, that the options have changed. Obviously there's, you know, I'm going to get a two-year treasury bond at, at 5%, like, you know, so, so there's certainly more options than there used to be to, to fund the soon bucket. Um, I think those are all great things from a consumer facing standpoint, because there are so many more viable options than there maybe were 12, 18 months ago. But, you know, it's, it's kind of the high tides lifting all ships, right? At the same time, uh, you know, as Brian mentioned, you know, the annuities are a lot more attractive. I mean, you got a 10.5% cap on the, the Allianz AAA. Um, you know, we, the, all the income benefits have increased. Um, Allianz just increased their income benefit on the 360. We've seen the income shield. We've seen North American Income Pay Pro. So, you know, it, it's one of those things that, yes, we are seeing more competition because of the rate environment. But at the same time, we've also gotten significantly more competitive. And I just think there's a lot more choices than, you know, just sticking your money in, you know, the market that, than there used to be. You know, when, when rates are at one, two percent, you're kind of forced into the market. You know, you're, you're just you're that that risk reward trade off there forces you to to probably go a little bit more equity heavy. Now you have, a you know, of your portfolio building, you have some more options than you had. And that's that's exciting. That's great. Um, I think, you know, that helps consumers long term. Uh, obviously, the big wild card is where do interest rates go from here? You know, and that's that's the you know conversation we had with one team yesterday is you can lock into a, you know, a 10 year fixed annuity. But when it renews 10 years from now, who knows what interest rates will be that that two year treasury bond, who knows where interest rates will be two years from now. So it's not, you know, it's it's a great time right now. But we we know the playbook if if the economy goes into recession rates are probably going to go the other direction that that's been the historical playbook from from the fed so you know just just something to keep in mind i still think the annuity because of their duration is is going to be you know it's just going to give that client that security that peace of mind and and ultimately um you know as as greg said it's it's going to make sure our promises come true the things we're telling our clients actually are going to happen yeah. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. And I mean, that is one of the big things, right? I mean, it, it, a one-year CD is at 5.2%, which looks really good, but we don't know what those will look like in a few years, right? They may not be there anymore. It could be higher, right? But it, it, statistics tell us it, it, there's a, a tendency for those rate renewals to come in lower, right? If rates fall, then we may find the MVA takes away surrender penalties and we can be in a situation that could be a, you know, that could be something that we, we need to talk about um, as we move forward. So Brian, any other comments that you wanted to bring up today? No, I'll just give up one case study here. I had a client come in, he's 51, his wife's 49. 
and younger, but he had an abandoned 401k out there. And I hadn't actually gathered the assets yet because I told him eventually when interest rates go up, we'll write one of these one of, one of these annuities. He was retired at 62. So we took $300,000 out of that abandoned 401k and we moved it over to that American Equity Asset Shield 10 or Income Shield 10, excuse me. And at age 62, 63 for him and 60, 61 for her, they would pay out $35,917 annually. So that's like three grand a year, three grand a month. Wow. It's a no-brainer. The client said, okay, you don't need to explain anymore. You've already like educated me on this years ago. And now it's time to pull the trigger. And I'm ready to pull the trigger. So, you know, even some of those younger clients that they can defer five, 10 years, whatever it may be, like. You're creating a guaranteed income source for them. And I only show them the guaranteed page on the on the illustration. I don't go over all the crediting methods and all that stuff. I just say, hey, this is a guaranteed 7% compounding and look at what it's going to pay you. So in addition to both of their social securities and now this American equity, they're going to have close to seven grand a month guaranteed and their budget's 6,000. So really can't beat some of these solutions that are out there now. I think everyone's saying something similar. If you go back to 2007, 2008, where some of these annuity carriers were giving a 10% roll up, how long did those last? They lasted like six months or 12 months, and then they got whacked real quick. So I would tell each and every one of you, look at your book of business, get people in front of you, because here's the time this could all go away in six to 12 months. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, we're, we're just in a fantastic rate environment right now. You know, those rates uh, seem to be holding for the moment, but you know, that may not be the case long run, right? So we need to be sure that we're taking a look at that. I, I liked what you were saying earlier about, you know, reviewing your existing book, I think it's critical that we spend a little bit of time to do that. And yeah, I, I know replacement replacing old contracts is always going to be a difficult subject, right? I mean, we need to to use care when we do that and if carefully evaluate what the advantages and disadvantages are, right? And and share all that information with the client. I I would never want to you know, pull a replacement on somebody that they weren't prepared for, right? You have to talk about things like surrender charges, you know, if there's changes to the fees, if there's benefits that they're giving up. Um, yeah, absolutely, right? You need to make sure that you're being very careful and, and walking through that with the clients. But if you take the time to do it, I think in in so many cases these days, we can really come up with better solutions for them than you know, than what they have existing. And as it turns out, we, you know, we also benefit from making those types of, you know, types of transactions as well. But certainly the the primary goal has to be to benefit the client and see what you can do, you know, to improve uh, upon their situation. So I think that's, that's a great idea and, and definitely something good to look at. Um, any other comments? Yeah, Eric, Eric, if I could add, yes, I, you know, I love the some of the conversation pieces that go along with the floor metho methodology. Deb's coined a phrase in our office that has become famous in terms of, you know, giving the client permission to spend money. You know, part of what our objective in your retirement is to remove the paralysis, remove the what ifs, 
and let you enjoy the retirement because if you're not comfortable spending early, by the time you find out you could, you're generally not in a physical state to continue to spend like you would in your go-go years, right? So part of that floor methodology or the soon bucket funding, the bridge, it's like we want to find ways that you're comfortable to spend money. One of the other things we like about the floor is most people have an interest. Dave Allison says it the best. There's three people that are going to get your assets when you leave this earth. It's going to be your kids, charity, or the IRS, right? It's only one of those three. And if we have that income moving into retirement as we begin to slow down, you're generally going to see freedom of those assets to begin doing more significant legacy planning. And one of the things we share with the clients is why not do stuff with the kids and grandkids while you're here? Why do you have to wait till you're dead? And that's a very resounding resounding comment with those clients. And they love that idea. They love that thought process because we release those assets. There's not the need for them as we move further into retirement and why not begin to strategize to give it to two of those three, right? That's who's going to get it. Yeah, that's, that's really a great point. So um, yeah, we, we have a lot of, you know, advantages that we can bring to people and that, you know, this without getting really deep into product, you know, I know we got like one minute left here, but there's so many other specific advantages, you know, uh, I would say you have an opportunity to capitalize on innovation, right? I mean, products in the market are doing things that they've never done before, right? So we have options to leave people with long-term care benefits, enhanced death benefits, you know, different ways to to access that money and, you know, be able to utilize it, you know, as you move into your retirement. There's all kinds of things that we can do today that, you know, we couldn't do 10 years ago or even five years ago, right? As the products continue to get more robust, more innovative, you know, and the rates of return have improved as well over time. So, you know, we're in a just a really great position to be able to, uh, you know, to help clients with those solutions. So the time is up. So thank you, everyone, so much for being with us today. Really appreciate it. Hope you got a few ideas that you can take with you and see you, uh, see you all next week. Interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20-minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast.